The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speaker. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice from your own physician. Hi, my name is Hun Choi. I'm a neurosurgeon who specializes in spine surgery at the Cleveland Clinic, Florida. Um, today, I would like to talk about the topic of minimally invasive surgery uh, for spine surgery and how it is able to reduce collateral damage um, in the spinal musculature and in the posterior tension band. So, um, simply put, Minimally invasive spine surgery does not come down to the length of the incision or even the number of incisions. It is a way of thinking. And the way of thinking is that in order to um, correct the spinal pathology, we should be able to get to the pathology in a manner that minimizes collateral damage. Now, minimally invasive spine surgery um, may also mean that the most minimally invasive way um, may be that it is no invasive surgery at all. So I would first like to emphasize that the, um, the management should first consist of uh, conservative management uh, with our um, multidisciplinary colleagues uh, who serve in NAS and in the spine care community uh, comprising of different therapists in physical therapy, uh, chiropractors, and um, uh, pain doctors, uh, medical spine specialists um, uh, from uh, PMNR background and also anesthesia background and uh, even um, interventional radiology. Now, um, in some cases of spinal oncology, uh, it may also involve radiation oncology and medical oncology. With that in mind, um, I'd like to talk specifically about um, how minimally invasive spine surgery um, is um, uh, advantageous in preserving the, the normal anatomy. Now, the first goal of surgery um, should be to go and usually to decompress uh, some neural elements and in some cases to remove um, uh, space-occupying lesions or some uh, uh, neoplastic lesions or some benign processes. Um, and in some cases, uh, it may be uh, uh, spinal stabilization by way of uh, instrumented fusion, or in some cases, putting in uh, motion um, preservation devices such as artificial discs. Now, in order to get to the um, desired anatomy, traditionally, um, the way has been through a midline incision. And in some cases, that is still the case, that is the gold standard. Um, the way that minimally invasive spine surgery has evolved, um, it is with the, the paradigm of um, uh, preserving the paraspinal musculature. So if you think about the midline incision and the traditional approach that requires subperiosteal dissection, which devascularizes the paraspinal musculature and then subsequently uh, leads to uh, necrosis of the muscles. And um, uh, in some cases, after removing the structures such as spinous processes and the laminae and uh, some facets, the muscles, they don't really have anywhere to attach back to. And um, um, that could be a problem, especially if 
um, uh, one was to receive a um, decompressive um, procedure without the uh, fusion component. So, for example, if you're carrying something with your hands, it is easier to carry that with your um, hands closest um, to your body rather than with your hands um, stretched out um, farthest from your body. So that's the simple um, physics. So if you think about a seesaw and a fulcrum, if you're calculating, um, I don't know if any of you are car enthusiasts, torque, so it's measured in pound feet or newton meters. So the component there is the distance. So if you think about um, some of the unfavorable um, spinal biomechanics, um, as we um, go up in BMI, uh, some of the um, uh, truncal obesity can move um, and affect the, the weight distribution. So if you're carrying more weight anterior to the spine and uh, further away from the spine, um, it increases the work that needs to be done for the paraspinal musculature. Because if you think about the spinal column as the fulcrum and how much weight you're carrying in front of it, that has to be counterbalanced by the, the force that is behind the spinal column. So the, um, the distance behind the spinal column where the muscles are, it is very close to the spinal column. It is attached to the spinal column. So it has to be able to um, exert um, and contract and pull your spine so that you don't fall forward. So in order to be straight. So if you think about that with that in mind, and if you realize how important um, these muscles are, uh, the multifidus, longissimus, and how um, they are crucial in um, stabilizing the spine, then um, you know maybe we should think twice about um, uh, preserving these uh, muscles uh, when doing any kind of surgery. So um, the minimally invasive spine surgery can be um, with a large incision. But in some cases, such as trauma or some spine oncology cases, the incision still may uh, be better off being the midline incision, the traditional way. However, uh, preserving the fascia, preserving the musculature underneath is what's important. And um, on the other hand, the incisions may be multiple and small, but if the damage under the skin um, is significant, that is not um, truly following the, the preservation of the, um, the structures that are important. So, um, and the, the endoscopic uh, technology, the techniques, the tubular, um, the techniques, uh, robotics, augmented reality, navigation, all of these um, enabling technologies can be used uh, to assist the surgeon and the surgical team to achieve the goal of preserving the structures um, that are not your target. So, um, in other words, the minimally invasive spine surgery is a way of thinking, and in some cases, um, an obsession, but um, it's not just about the incisions, but it's about preserving the anatomical structures. Um, and also, sometimes, uh, if minimally invasive spine surgery exposes the patient to additional anesthetic risks by prolonging the duration of the surgery uh, excessively, it may mean that the surgery may have to be performed in a traditional open manner. So it is a way of, it's a holistic way of thinking um, in um, um, 
preserving the anatomical structures, but also thinking about minimizing the risk uh, for the patient.